Straight from my voice to your ear canal, another episode of Self Shoots the Shit. So I have with me Jose Garcia, um, also known as NSA Jose. How you going? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So I want to talk to him a little bit about streaming and some of the things that he's passionate about. So I guess I'll start with uh, what, what made you want to start streaming in the first place? Well, back in 2014, when I first got an Xbox One, I saw there was Twitch on there, and you could stream straight to Twitch. And I tried it for a bit, playing the original Destiny. Didn't really pick up anything, so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, not for me, probably. Uh, then I just I played a ton of Destiny for up until like 2016, 2017... Uh, yeah, and I ended up watching a lot of Destiny videos, and I was working one day, I was refilling my employee drink, and I saw someone ordering something, and I'm like, is that, is that Blessius? No way, he's too tall. And so I walked away, came back, and I, I asked him, hey, are you Blessius? He's like, yeah. So it blew my mind, someone doing really well playing Destiny and streaming, like, was living in Memphis. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, maybe this can really happen, (laughs) you know? And so, like, that really motivated me. And uh, later on, he ended up coming back again, and we talked a bit, and we became friends. And so just seeing him do his thing and he has like a background in radio hosting Mm -hmm. so he does really well with like interacting with audience and like continuously talking so i kind of like started striving for doing pretty much that making sure i talk with everyone who comes into my chat make sure that they don't feel like i'm ignoring them i'm acknowledging them and just Trying to make it as fun for them as it is for me. And that's pretty much how I got into streaming. Uh, I started with Destiny also, but I got a little burnt out on just shooters in general. Sure. Yeah. What, um, what's your favorite game to stream? Like, what have you been streaming lately? Lately, uh, it's been pretty much a mix of games. Uh, last game I was streaming was Spider-Man PS4. Sure. The new one. Um. I beat it back when it first came out, but I bought all the DLC, and then New Game Plus also came out, and I figured, I'm going to give it some time before I, like, retry going into it, and I just love playing anime intros while swinging around the city, mm-hmm. or just playing, like, a bunch of different playlists, because most music just fits with you swinging around. Yeah. And, yeah, that and uh, an indie game called Moonlighter, okay. which is, like, kind of classic Zelda. But you're also a merchant, so you go into these dungeons, uh, try to clear out as much as you can, collect as many items as you can, and during the day, you run a shop, mm-hmm. and you have to set your prices. Sometimes, like, customers will come in, they're like, they'll, they'll show little animation reactions, and it'll be like a gold coin, like, oh, this is underpriced, I just won, like, this huge item. So you're like, dang, I should have priced it better. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll get others with like a sad face, like, oh man, I overpriced it. Mm-hmm. So they don't buy it and you lose out on money. Uh, well, either way, you lose out on money. But when you price it just right, it, you're like, heck yes. And it's a good amount of money. Uh, I think the most I made in one day was like 120 
thousand like golden coins, mm-hmm. and it, I was like, "What?" Just from going into the dungeon like three times yeah. and coming back out, and I've upgraded the shop, and you upgrading your shop actually uh, influences the town, mm-hmm. and like things start to grow in it too. Nice, and, nice. Yeah. Um, so, do you think that you have to be very good at your game to be a streamer? Like not at all, pro? not at all. <laughs> no, uh, I I do decent at Destiny, but when you go into like game uh, game modes like PvP, I'm not the best. Especially since I transitioned from console uh, PS4 to uh, computer, mm-hmm. I'd never played mouse and keyboard in my life. Yeah. So every time I died. <laughs> I took advantage of that to, like, look over at my chat, like, oh, hey, what's up, so-and-so? Yeah. How are you doing? And, like, I I think the most important part is making sure that you interact with the people who come in to watch. Yeah, yeah. Because if not, they can just really go to YouTube and watch someone who won't respond to them. Sure. What made you go from console to uh, PC? Uh, Destiny 2. Because, uh, well, that and... I used to make videos, and I still do, but uh, I needed a better video editing computer, and at the same time, I was like, might as well get a good graphics card to play some games. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, I looked at your profile, and it's I saw that you were into anime and, you know, like, superheroes and that kind of thing. Yep. Um... Did you did you see Captain Marvel? Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, I saw Captain Marvel. I really liked it. Uh, second half, I liked a lot more than the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of what happens in the story and how everything is set up, it feels like you're aimless. Yeah. But then you get to the second half, everything's a little more clear. You're like, okay, this has to happen. So we have to do this. And so you you have an idea of which way things are going to go. And I really like all the like tiebacks to setting up other stuff that comes in future Marvel movies. Because this takes place in the 90s. Even though it kind of would have made sense to take place in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like they showed the Quinjet uh, predecessor. Mm-hmm. Which was the quad jet, and I don't think a lot of people caught that. And I was like, "Makes sense, for, yeah." For the the dedicated fans, you yeah, know, it wasn't for everybody. No, I um I, I saw the movie and I liked aspects of it. Um, I feel like if the movie was featuring like a a guy instead of like a, a woman as Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. um, I would probably have liked the movie less. It's the fact that like. The, the lead being a woman is kind of like, well, it gets, like, some extra points because we don't have that many of them. Yeah. But what I did like the most is that um, the setting was set in the 90s, and there are things from, like, my actual childhood that I could oh, see. Oh, yeah. And I think it was probably the first time probably in my entire life where there was a movie that referenced things from my childhood that I really could appreciate. Like, I've seen movies that are set you know, in, like, the 80s or whatever. And it's like, wow, I've seen those things before. They weren't actually, like, part of my childhood. Right. You know? They they weren't, like, the building blocks of your yeah. childhood. Yeah. You know, like, I was born in 87, so 
by the time I was old enough to actually really even remember things, like, the 80s were over. Yeah. Um, like, the 90s, it's like, like, that's when I was growing up. So, like, I remember everything from the 90s, you know? Mm-hmm. So, that was really nice to see. And um, it was it's interesting that they really pushed Captain Marvel, like, as a woman, because it, it wasn't always a woman. Yeah. Um, and so, I, I understand, like, the the need for diversity and I can appreciate that you know yeah um, I just feel like it might be because this character took like such a drastic change that it doesn't have the same like fan base outside of people who are very heavily invested into Marvel movies yeah. that other characters have you know like you don't have to be a big Marvel fan to know about Spider-Man or Wolverine um, and those type of characters but yeah. if you're not like a really dedicated fan just kind of like well I don't know who Captain Marvel is you know yeah. like, even though she plays like a big role in the major story arcs she just doesn't have the same like following that mm-hmm. say Thor or Iron Man have and when uh, Endgame comes out I I want her to be relevant but it's like I don't want her to be like the one who saves the day like I just don't yeah. so I feel mm. like her character in the MCU hasn't Hasn't that spot? Uh, yeah, no, exactly. Like, the, if it had been her second movie this close to Endgame, mm-hmm. it would have been more understandable for her to, like, come in, come in and be, like, basically the Superman. Yeah. And, like, how Justice League ended, Superman coming in and just yeah. smacking, you know? Yeah. But, so, like, if it had come, the first movie had come earlier, I think it would have been, like, say two years ago. Would have been great, mm-hmm. and a better setup and payoff for her being even just teased for Avengers Endgame. Yeah, you know? it's like, oh yeah, like we know, like she's still learning her abilities. Mm-hmm. Like, say uh, the sequel took place early two thousands, and we see her. Okay, she's had these powers for like ten years now. Yeah, let's see what she can do now. Mm-hmm. I mean, and now it's gonna be like twenty years since she got the powers. And, of course, she's going to be able to do some awesome stuff, but it's it all happened off screen. Yeah. So, it, like, we'll get a payoff, but for what build-up? Uh, that's exactly how I yeah. feel. It's like, it feels like because she's a critical character, she kind of gets shoved in there a little bit yeah. too late, you know? Yeah. And I wish there had been a little bit more set up. But I think part of it is them not anticipating a certain... Uh, reaction from the market yeah. so when they made Black Panther right before uh, to, to release right before Infinity War they did not anticipate it being that successful Yeah. Um, if they had they would have written Infinity War a lot differently to where Black Panther would have had um, a few more lines like he like yeah. he's in the movie but he, but he barely has any lines yeah. you know and if they had expected it to be that successful, they would have definitely given him a little bit more screen time. And um, if they had known how successful Wonder Woman would have been uh, ahead of time, I think they would have done the same with Justice League. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she she definitely had some important lines, but there's just so much that went wrong with Justice League, man. Yeah. <laughs> Did uh, you hear what uh, Zack Snyder recently had commented? Uh, I'm not. No, I don't think I caught that part. What do you say? So he was saying, well, someone reported him saying, "Oh, there was a point where I thought about making uh, both Marthas into one Martha, mm-hmm. and so 
when she got shot in the alley, she got put into witness protection and then, like, just left her whole life behind and <laughs> went on and made a new life in Kansas. I'm glad that did not happen. <laughs> oh, seems no. terrible. The, like, <laughs> the, the whole Martha line is bad enough already. Like, if they had just played it a little differently, I think it would have been all right. But they had such a focus on it. And that was the thing that made Batman switch to, oh, I'm not going to kill this guy anymore because his mom's name is Martha, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think what bothered me among basically everything about the movie, what bothered yeah. me the most is the fact that you took one of the greatest villains to me mm-hmm. um, and not nerfed him, but like you just took away like his intensity, like mm-hmm. what he means to the, the DC universe. Yeah. Um, like, Lex Luthor being kind of a little different than he's normally portrayed didn't bother me so much. A little? <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like it's similar to the way the Joker is like portrayed differently by yeah. different actors. But it bothered me about Doom. Like, he's, like, the simplest uh, character, and yet he's, like, this amazing villain because he doesn't have any lines. Yeah. Like, he's not, like, you're you're talking or anything like that. It's just, this dude's here, and he's here to beat people up. Yeah. That's all he's here for, you know? And when they had to, like, add powers to him and everything, it's like, you don't need to add powers. He's already, like, broken in half. Like, yeah. Um, I, I just, I hated that, and I wish that they had saved him for... For much later. Yeah. Like, the death of Superman shouldn't have happened that early within, like, the DC universe. Yeah. It, like, even the him killing Zod shouldn't have happened that early. Yeah. Like, if that happened at the end of a sequel, okay, he's been Superman for a while, and he's never had to kill because he's always been able to stop it, mm-hmm. but this time he can't. It's his literal last option. Mm-hmm. How is this going to affect him moving forward? Yeah. Which it doesn't even seem to have affected him because it was his first time. Yeah. And then, like, okay, Doomsday comes in. He's already killed Zod. Why not kill this guy, too? Yeah. Like, why would that be a different, like, train of thought? Yeah. Like, it, it just bothered me that this amazing villain um, gets thrown away, basically. Oh, like, yeah. I would have much rather waited, like, you know, a year or two and actually had... You know, Green Lantern and Flash mm-hmm. and all these other guys who try to battle Doom fail. And then Superman's like, okay, well, I'm going to try to fight him. And he kind of succeeds, but kind of fails at the same time, yeah. though. Um, well, it was just unfortunate. Ev- if everyone had been more experienced as a hero, too, it would have been more impactful as in, like, okay, we've seen these guys accomplish all these great feats. Mm-hmm. No way this guy's going to take them down. Yeah. But then you see them all get taken down, and Superman's like, I have to go all out. Yeah. Then, like, that just would have been that huge moment of, like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, him dying, and the way that it happened, where it's like, he didn't even really get killed by the guy. No. It's like, he has kryptonite, so he's weakened. Yeah. He just took away the... The gravitas, yeah. you know, no, the I moment, it's just like... Completely in understand. the comics, he literally just, like, just beats him to death, you know? Like, there's yeah. no kryptonite, um, like, there's no fancy eye beams. It, it, it's like not, that. oh, he's weakened, that's why he died. Yeah. It's, no, this guy's just stronger, Yeah, period. Like, that's, that's all it yeah. is, it's like, they're fighting on equal ground, mm-hmm. basically. Like, this dude is just as strong as he is, if not stronger, and... 
Like that's what happened. Like that's why Superman gets defeated. And I just, yeah. I hate that they ruined it, but um it, it looks like they're changing a lot of stuff and I uh, I like the way they're going. They they're trying to catch up. And I feel like that was a problem is that they had these amazing movies in Batman and even Men mm-hmm. of Steel I thought was pretty good. Yeah. Um but they're like we got to catch up to where Marvel is and it's like how do we catch up in one single movie what Marvel's done for the past like 10, 11 years now? No. Um, it's like, uh... Create the Justice League in one movie. It's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And he, like I was saying, you don't you don't have that momentum that's been built up. And you see, like, these heroes have already accomplished all these things. Yeah. There's a new enemy. It's like, oh, this will be a cakewalk. Oh, it's not. Oh, crap. Mm-hmm. And then they finally have to get better. Yeah. And, like, that's the cool thing about, like, the superhero movies, because most of the time, the hero becomes the underdog. Mm-hmm. And who doesn't want to root for the underdog? Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's part of what bothered me about uh, the the actual Justice League movie. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it starts off, like, in the trailers and then the way the movie is progressing at the beginning, where it's the world without Superman. Yeah. I'm like, this just seems like a great story. Like, I'm all for it. You have all the other heroes get a chance to shine, do what they yeah. can do. And then, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes into the movie, it's like, oh, it's actually not about us. We're just trying to find a way to bring Superman back to life. I'm like, yeah. why is this the focal point of the movie? Because then when he shows up, it's like, these other people might as well be here. Yeah. You know? Like and the Flash then, is doing his thing. It's kind of like, you're not really, like, I'm Superman. I'm doing this better than you. You know, it's like, the yeah. other characters are garbage now. Like, now that he's Superman's here. Uh, and especially at the end when he shows up and claps cheeks. Like, he just... Yeah. <laughs> he, he literally comes in, punches him, like, three, four times. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It, it's I like, okay, like, everyone else is literally nowhere near them. Yeah, like, they're, they're basically worthless. Like, they're just there for decoration at that point, yeah. you know? The... You know, like the Krillin effect? Was like oh, yeah. Just there to showcase <laughs> how powerful they are. You know, like they're not yeah. actually participating. It's like, I'm just going to show you how strong these other guys are. It's like, yeah, them. you go, yeah. Goku. I mean, Superman. <laughs> 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 Pretty much. It's like, it's, it's unfortunate. Oh, yeah. Um, so are you excited for Endgame, though? Oh, yeah. Super excited. Um, I, I feel like Something's gonna happen to Cap, but mm. if he goes out, it has to be like him sacrificing himself, because I just feel like that's the kind of character he's been this whole time. Yeah, he's like, I'm here to stand up for everyone else who can't. Mm-hmm. So if I have to die in order to help bring everyone back, I will. Yeah, and like, I I hope that if he goes out, he goes out fighting as a self sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I. I'm definitely very excited for it, and the fact that it's, like, a thousand hours long, like, I don't care. Oh, yeah, me like, neither. I'm, I'm, I'm all here for it, you know? Yeah. So, I loved uh, Infinity War last year, and I'm hoping that this one has a lot of the same elements, where there's, you know, some, um, like, heart-tugging moments, you know? Oh, yeah. There's like, also, like, a lot of humor, yeah. too. Like, when Peter said, I don't want to go. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. That that was a heavy one, man. I, the part that got me the most though was Scarlet Witch having to basically kill Vision. Oh yeah, and like, then that see him get amazing. reconstructed. Yes, just to get killed again. It's like oh no. 
<laughs> you know, like she's struggling with this moment for basically the entire movie. Was like, mm-hmm. I'm the only one that can do it, and I, I don't want to kill him though. Like, there's yeah. a way that I can, we can um, make this sacrifice without actually having to kill this guy. And then when it comes out that there's no way to to do it, you got to do it. She finally like musters up. Basically, like a love for the rest of the world mm-hmm. to trump her own love for yeah. uh, the the vision, and then Thanos and pure Thanos fashion is kind of like, yeah, <laughs> you did like, all that give work. Me that. <laughs> I appreciate it, but uh, I'm gonna undo it like instantly. It's like, yeah. oh man. <laughs> oh, and then you can go too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I think it's cool. They're gonna focus. A lot more on the original group of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see what they're doing with Hawkeye. Because yeah. I know Hawkeye's a big joke to most people. But I'm like... He's literally like Cap. He's part of the heart yeah. of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Like, we wouldn't have Scarlet Witch fighting for, like, the Avengers if it wasn't for him. Yeah. And, uh, Pietro wouldn't have sacrificed himself. Even though he probably could have stopped the bullets, but... I mean, that's a different discussion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I feel like part of it was, like, because of the whole, like, Disney Fox yeah. and all that. It was just kind of mm. like, eh, let's just get rid yeah, of Yeah, they're like, the X-Men aren't using Scarlet Witch. We won't use Quicksilver. Fair. Yeah. But I wonder if they're going to try to bring them back now as an official, like, X-Men or something. Um, I mean, there are infinite ways of... Oh, yeah. Bringing characters back, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's comics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I'm curious as to what will happen. Um, like, will everybody survive the movie? Yeah. Because um, if, if everybody comes back, then it kind of diminishes the, oh, yeah. the consequences. At, at least if there's no, like I was saying, sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there, there has to be some sort of payoff. Kind of mm-hmm. like, as much as I like parts of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., bringing Coulson back was kind of like, oh. So the whole thing in the movie kind of just was like... Nothing. We could have just always brought him back. Yeah. That's like probably the only thing that I don't like about um, like Dragon Ball Z. Uh, yeah. Like, because of the Dragon Balls, like, anybody dying just doesn't matter. Yeah. So it's like, it takes away from like the gravity of like choices. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. well... This person died. This person sacrificed themselves. Like, well, by the time the next season rolls around, they'll be back. Like, they'll just yeah. bring back to life. It's like, well, kind of like matter. like my boy Gohan getting ripped off. Yeah, like yeah, he like <laughs> he, he was gonna take over, and then oh no, let's bring Dad back. Like yeah, what? Why? <laughs> yeah. I, I heard there's like a lot of behind the scenes stuff where yeah, um, the people in charge of like publishing it or whatever is kind of like. No, we, we still want it to be about Goku. We don't want yeah. other characters. But Kind of a lot like happened to my other boy, Nightwing. Yeah. Like, I I just find funny, like, those who are some of my favorite characters in, in like, their respective, like, series. Mm-hmm. And they both get, like, ripped off the same way. Yeah. Like, Nightwing finally became Batman. It's like, oh, we want Batman back. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and now uh, Dick Grayson is known as Rick. Because yeah. he got shot in the head and, like, doesn't remember who he is and doesn't like the name Dick. and oh, It's terrible. It's it's unfortunate that we have this happen to some of our beloved characters. Oh, yeah. Are you uh, are you going to see Shazam? 
I already saw it. What? Already seen it? Alright, so yeah. we, we obviously don't want to have spoilers since right. the movie hasn't even come out yet, but um, just give me a couple of your thoughts on it. Um, for Well, first of all, I didn't know going in it was the lowest DC budget for a movie. Really? Uh, 80 okay. million. That's pretty low for superhero yeah. movies these days. Yeah, and um, like I knew Zachary Levi was going to play Shazam, and I watched every episode of Chuck, one of my favorite shows. So mm-hmm. when they announced him, I was like, I think he's going to be able to pull it off. Yeah. Because he can act like a giant kid. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I went in not really having much expectations except for it to be kind of funny. It was, I think, brilliant is not an overstatement for it. Okay. Um, they make sure to, like, the city matters, people, besides just the main character matter. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of, like, superheroes in comics. Yeah. Like, okay, why why am I a superhero? Because I have to protect other people, mm-hmm. not just myself. And that's what I find a lot of, like, older DC movies kind of, like, uh, focus on, oh, it's about me. Yeah. Not, like, everyone else. And, uh... It, it, it's just really cool. They actually do that in Shazam. They, there's cameos from other people who have acted in other things and okay. like older DC stuff. Sure, like Smallville. Okay. Um, the CG isn't the best, but with a budget of eighty million, what can you expect? Yeah. And because I'm sure they thought, oh, Shazam's not one of our headliners. He's not one of the like main Justice League. We got to pull out all the stops for this. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff that I didn't think was going to happen until possibly, like, second movie mm-hmm. happened in this one. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, Is it funny? Oh, it's hilarious. Okay, that, that's, hilarious. that's the critical part. Yeah. I feel like I like them taking the direction of, let's just make a, a fun movie as opposed yeah. to a very, like, very dark and broody, uh, gloomy movies that yeah. Their past two or three or whatever. Um, it feels a lot like Spider Man, okay. like like the original Sam Raimi Spider Man. Sure, sure. Like uh, those moments where he's trying to figure out his powers, mm-hmm. but like does something wrong by accident. Yeah, like those funny moments, um, and just Billy Batson as an adult, he still acts like a teenager. Like in the trailers, you see him going to the like. Uh, corner store, and he's like, can you point me to your finest beer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, no adult's gonna say that. <laughs> Especially at a convenience store. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're just like, first of all, they don't have the greatest beer here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the bar's pretty low for gas station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna check it out. Uh, I think it's, is this weekend? I think Yeah, it's, this coming weekend. Out? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like, how did you get to see it early? It was like a... Uh, Fandango does early access sometimes. Yeah. And I don't know if it's available for everyone, but I use Fandango a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple months ago, I actually got to see How to Train Your Dragon like a whole month early. Nice. Uh, that one was great, too. Okay. That's one of the few trilogies I've seen that is like every movie's perfect. Yeah. And builds really well off the last. I'll, uh, I'll have to check it out then. Um, I mean, I've used Fandango a little bit, but not heavily. 
Um, I think I first really started looking at when they had this, um, like, you could buy, like, a bunch of yogurt or whatever, and it had, like, the, mm-hmm. uh, just show, like, the proof of purchase, and they give you, like, a free ticket. Oh. Um, I was like, I mean, I'm going to buy this yogurt anyway. I Might as well. see this movie <laughs> yeah. anyway, so, uh, yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, that's what's up, man, yeah. yeah. I think they also do deals with, I don't know if it's specifically just Walmart, but I know that's where <laughs> I've seen it the most. Uh, Blu-rays will have stickers that say, oh, buy this movie and you get like $5 off for a uh, movie ticket. Mm-hmm. I've seen that too, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think in part is like they're trying to boost sales because... Oh, yeah. Like, Blu-ray and DVD sales are pretty low these days mm-hmm. compared to, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. Um, it's like, I looked at your bio and it says you like to talk about anime too, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to pick your brain about a couple of them. So what's um, your favorite anime right now? Favorite anime right now, even though it's not coming back till October, uh, My Hero Academia. Yeah, so uh, what do you like about it? Well, it takes everything I love about comic books and everything, I like all the tropes uh, from anime and kind of like flips both on their head while working together. Mm-hmm. And uh, Koe Horikoshi, the um, writer for the manga, he is one of the biggest like Spider-Man fans ever. Yeah. And once you know that, you're like, oh, yeah, Deku for sure mm-hmm. has influence of that all over. Yeah. And like, it, it's one of the animes where... Every few episodes, be, because of, like, growing up, watching all these superhero things, and my mom always like, see, you gotta do uh, good stuff like them. I kind of, like, project myself onto characters sometimes mm-hmm. when I'm watching anime, stuff like that. Man, every few episodes, I'd cry with Deku. Mm-hmm. And, because he had it bad at the beginning. Yeah. He had it really bad. He was, he was having a hard time. Oh, yeah. I think I liked it... Or I like it because it, it kind of felt like it filled that uh, Naruto gap, like after Naruto mm-hmm. ended, and it there are many similar elements to it, you know. No. Um, and I felt like Boruto is just not. Oh man, what <laughs> I want it to be. I don't think it's what anyone wants it to be. Yeah, like I would have much rather than wait four or five years or something, and then. Say, here's Boruto. Like, yeah. give me a chance to miss it and give me a chance to kind of um, let it, you know, kind of like fade away just a little yeah. bit. The L- let the nostalgia this- build up. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, hey, yeah, I miss this world. Mm-hmm. Let's check it out again. And for Naruto to have ended on such a high note, um, yeah. and then you give me this very watered down version of it. And Boruto didn't really do a good job of separating itself, like, being a distinct series. Like, if it had been, like, Boruto, but then all the other characters are basically completely unrelated to previous characters, then I might have a harder, or an easier time accepting it. Yeah. But it's, like, it's so attached to Naruto, it's like... Every character is like somebody's kid or somebody's nephew yeah. or whatever. It's like, it's like, oh, this kid has these two characters' abilities joint. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, we already had something that was really good, and now you want to give me like this very, very weak version of it. And yeah. expect me to enjoy it. I'm like, this is robbery. Like, what are you doing to me? Yeah, and 
even though in Naruto they like side characters were important, mm-hmm. but there were very few side characters that were really important. <clears throat> Sorry, um, but My Hero Academia I feel nails like focusing on characters around uh, the school mm-hmm. because they heavily influence uh, the main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, okay, I can learn this. Like he he's a huge nerd. So he's, like, taking notes on everyone's uh, abilities and everything. But one show that I think really nails kind of like that problem you were saying is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Mm -hmm. Every season is a different generation of JoJo. But even though they're related, they're very separate. They're very much of their own series almost. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, this season... There's a couple of characters from the previous. They show up at the beginning. Everything else since has been... This guy's got his own issues. Um, Early on in the series, there's like a world-level like consequence thing that can happen. But the next season was a small-town mystery. Yeah. And you didn't feel like robbed from going, Oh, this huge world event to... uh, we got to solve this mystery. It, it felt just as important. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think, like you're saying, if Boruto had gotten more time to kind of separate itself, create its own identity in the manga first, and then refine it as a show, mm-hmm. that would have been better. And also not doing new episode every week, every week, every week. Because I think that's where uh, shows like uh, My Hero Academia... Um, why am I not uh, Mob Psycho mm-hmm. like those those shows benefit from not being on every week yeah. they're not pushing filler mm-hmm. which sadly Naruto is very known for having a lot of filler yeah <clears throat> I would say that Naruto's filler at least in the Naruto and Naruto uh, Shippuden the filler felt like it was at least somewhat related to the main story yeah. so it kind of gives you like background um, on terms of things that you would not see that are basically happening off screen, yeah. or in the manga that you wouldn't see it at all. But in the the show, it's like, well, we can just add in this fight yeah. scene that's uh, hinted at in the manga. Um, I will say that Bleach, I felt. Oh yeah, um, Bleach is like half and half. <laughs> it's like all of this filler had nothing to do with anything. I'm like, yeah. why is this here? It's so much. And it's so long, and it's so bad. It's completely unrelated to the story. And it doesn't end well, right? The the show doesn't end well? Yeah. Um, They they had an ending, but because the show was doing well at the time, Mm -hmm. there's like, well, let's add to it. it. And then the adding to it was poor, and the show loses ratings. It's kind of like, well, we want to cancel. But it's like, they... They had a peak moment, and this if it just like nipped it right there. If you're not going to yeah. go any further, but it's it's hard to pass up money when you think that it's on the table, you know. Yep. Um, which is unfortunate. So when you're streaming, we're talking about like passing up money. Like, mm-hmm. um, are you able to make money streaming right now? Uh, yeah, a bit. Uh, I'm an affiliate, so there's uh. Making money through like subs and mm-hmm. uh, bits, but that's not really like super important to me right mm-hmm. now. Especially with streaming, streaming is more like a 
another tool in my utility belt, pretty much. Yeah, okay. Um, because my bigger picture is trying to make content where I can talk about stuff that I enjoy, kind of like mm-hmm. right now, talking about anime, superheroes, all that, and discussing with people, having fun talking with people, um, kind of celebrating the stuff we love. Yeah. Because in high school and middle school, like there are people who are like, Oh, you like that stuff? Lame. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I was just very shut off with it, and now I can talk with other people directly that also love it. Why yeah. not? Yeah. So I try to use that as a platform to, like, talk about that, play games with other people that enjoy the same games I do, and just have a good time while talking about stuff we all like. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So I appreciate you uh, for stopping by. Like literally, it's my first, uh, like actually in person uh, interview. <laughs> Is uh, it really? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody had to pop my cherry, I guess. Yeah. Um, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, people can find me pretty much anywhere where you can find content, such as Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and uh, Twitch. All at NSA Jose. And in case you were wondering, the NSA actually stands for Not So Average, but it took me like two years to figure out NSA, Jose, that rhymes. (laughs) It's much shorter. And like, no one wants to type in Not So Average, Jose, like every time, like just NSA, Jose. Nice, nice, nice. Well, thank you for stopping by. Appreciate your time, man. Thank you.